15 to go. Mike Hogan, Chris Schultz with you at BMO Field. Argos down by three. It's 20 to 17. But they've got a nice little drive going here, Chris. They uh, have a first down at their own 46. Well, in the break there, you and I almost simultaneously looked at each other and said, just keep pounding him. Like, yeah. Just take James Wilder, run him in between the tackles until they stop him on consecutive runs because he continues to gain five to seven yards and then continues to gain another yard after contact. And physically, you start wearing out a team. And after you've had success like that two or three times, everybody moves a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage, and that's when you can hit the big play. But right now, the really good thing about the Argonaut football team is their offensive line has taken over this game physically. Argos now moving toward Lake Ontario. They're Ontario, their backs to the Gardner wearing all blue. It's a first down at the 46-yard line. Here goes Wilder trying to kick it out behind the uh, end on the near side, and he'll get back to the line of scrimmage. Actually, maybe get a yard. Oh, they're going to give him two. Maybe a generous spot. Second down and eight. We heard S.J. Green coming back from the timeout and John Wheelie's update. Um, nine catches, 134 yards for S.J., two touchdowns a week ago. One for 16 today. That's not very good news for me because I got him on my fantasy. <laughs> it's all about fantasy football. Well, we still got a quarter to go. Second and eight. We do indeed. S.J. will be in the slot on the near side on second and eight. Back to pass is Bethel Thompson. He's going to dump it off. There's your man, S.J. Green, with a first down across midfield to the 48-yard line. That is good for about 14 and an Argonaut first down. See, you mentioned. See, we talk about him. We do, and then he made a, really, made a really nice catch on the play. Hang on, i got to yell out. Thanks, S.J. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. But Bethel Thompson, once again, a good job of sitting in the pocket, delivering the football, adjusting his feet, and moving towards the line of scrimmage to complete the pass. Ball at the 49-yard line. Some pressure. Bethel Thompson going long. He's got S.J. Green again. Hit as the ball arrived. It's incomplete at the 20-yard line. Close. Oh, so close. The two defensive backs converged. S.J. Green had a moment where it was in his hands. But getting the football in your hands and then surviving contact, not only with the ground, but of the two defenders, is the key. And he could not survive the football bringing down with the two defenders going after the ball so aggressively. On the break, SJ went back down to Florida, watched his kid play football, first game of the season, and SJ is Solomon Jr. Solomon Green the third had two touchdowns just like the old man had a week ago. Nice. They're going to dump it off here. Here's Anthony Coombs on the screen to the 50. He's got some room to the 40. To the 35 to the 30. Cuts into the middle. He's got it to the 20-yard line. It's a first down Argos, a gain of 30 yards. Perfectly executed screen pass. The defensive line, the defenders came towards the quarterback. The quarterback, Bethel Thompson, stayed calm, cool, collected. He knew exactly where his receiver was. Got the football to Coombs, and then Coombs accelerated nicely, splitting two BC line defenders, gaining significant yards. Perfectly executed screen pass. It's a different look because, you know, with Malcolm Williams, a big guy, good hands, a little bit slower than obviously mario alford and now you get speed in there with coombs as well it's a much faster receiving core and they're going to give the ball to coombs again on the draw to the 20 to the 15 yard line and that was a great tackle as i think that was tj lee who made that open field stop holding it to five yards so that could have gone really nice run by coombs though i didn't realize he has that much acceleration out of the backfield you look at anthony coombs and you look at him a little bit more as a receiver but they had the two little guys coombs and martiz jackson in the backfield giving james wilder jr a little bit of a rest nice little change up by mark trustman second down five to go from the 15 yard line ball on the left hash mark argos moving left to right they've got 
Wilder and Cross both into the left of Bethel Thompson. Throws to the end zone looking for Edwards. There's the flag. In the end zone, they are going to get pass interference on Gary Peters out of Clemson. And it's going to be a first and goal for the Argos at the one. Once again, a good pass, good control pass by Bethel Thompson. BC number four. The foul occurred in goal. It's going to be first down on the one-yard line. What was so good about the throw is he threw it away from the defender, away for it. Only his receiver could get it. But the defender for the BC Lions went through Armani Edwards to get the football, and therefore he drew the penalty. Obvious one. James Franklin comes in at quarterback. He has six rushing touchdowns, one behind the CFL leader. Wilder's going to be behind him. He's now going to go to the left side. All alone is Franklin going for the touchdown. James Franklin Jr. running behind Sean McEwen and Tyler Holmes into the end zone. And the Argos are back in the lead. It's 23-20. Well, what happened last time the Toronto Argonauts played football against the Ottawa Red Blacks is happening right now. There's still 12 minutes and one second to go in the fourth quarter. But they're taking it over. Remember that this all started with physical play with James Wilder Jr. running in between the tackles, the offensive line taking over the game. And then Bethel Thompson being calm, cool, collected in the pocket, producing the touchdown. And then give James Franklin credit. The young man has done very well in the short yardage game. He needs to keep a little bit lower in his leverage going in. But nice touchdown. Good effort by James Franklin. Happiest guys on the team right now are the offensive line. Oh, yeah. You know, you're, you know what it's like. You're not passive on your on your run block. You're exploding. You're the hammer, not the nail. And offensive linemen love it. Here's the conversion attempt. Got it. And the Argos have extended the lead. It's 24-20. Argos with 11.38 remaining in the fourth quarter. You're listening to Argo Football in the home of the double. Blow it's TSN 1050. Hogan and Schultz with you, 11-38, exactly. Remaining in the fourth quarter, Argos on the James Franklin touchdown. Argos' second touchdown on consecutive series here in quarter four. Michael, have you ever seen a kickoff formation as oddball as this? Well, they're all in a straight line, essentially. (laughs) And then they sprint to their positions. I've never seen this before. This is a Kevin Ivan original. And I'm sure there's a reason for it, perhaps to get the players more momentum hitting, hitting the line of scrimmage. But this really is an odd when, when they go into a, into a lineup beforehand, the guys on the front line of BC in this case are going to be counting. That's I got what, this oh, guy, yeah, I got yeah, this guy, I got this guy, this guy, I got this guy. They don't you know don't who they it. have yet. That's a good point. So it's a little bit later. So this may give the Argos an opportunity to slide one or two guys Three to get the, to the yes, next level. For the coverage, yes. Yeah. Stick with me, Schultz. You'll learn something about football. Every other day. <laughs> Here's the oh, no, kickoff. That's a great. That's true. Look at him. And now it looks like a flock of geese going yes. into the Y. And here's the kickoff, and it's going to be rainy. He's taking it to the 10-yard line. He's going to follow a blocker. Uh-oh, across the field of the 30 to the 35. Hey, man, what a tackle in open space. Holy smokes. That's Akeem Jordan. That's 100 games of NFL experience right there, making a tackle at the 37-yard line and maybe saving a touchdown. It really was because in our, our vantage point up here is excellent. I don't think it could ever be better. So you see where the possibility is if the runner, if the returner, Chris Rainey, keeps going. And there was an opening in a seam that he could have easily turned upfield if not for that tackle. It's popping here at BMO Field. Argo fans celebrating the lead. It's 24-20. 
Lions taking over at the 37-yard line. First and 10. And Rainey, they fake the end around, and he's rolling. He's chased. He throws across his body, and it's caught at the 51-yard line. Excellent play, and that's Ryan Burnham, who has been not totally quiet today. That's his fourth catch. He had the one big 44 for the touchdown, but it's been relatively quiet, but he makes a big catch there. Big catch and also a great throw by Travis Lillet, running to his right, throwing across the field and completing the pass. Pace is picking up here with the BC Lions. You better be sure as a quarterback about that one, though. That is very true. Back into the middle of the field in a zone. First down and 10. And they're going to give the ball to Johnson, who was hit in the backfield, spins off the tackle, but Dylan Wynn was there to clean up. And... The Oregon State product will make the tackle after a gain of one. Great play by Dylan Wynn. Really good play by Dylan Wynn. They had the initial tackle behind the line of scrimmage, but you credit the running back right there, Jeremiah Johnson, for breaking the initial tackle, gaining at least two yards. But it also puts the Oregon defense in an advantageous position, a second and eight and a half. And it's getting loud at BMO Field right now. They've got to get just outside the 47-yard line. They've got it at their own 54. Five receivers to the near side. Lule jets down, goes over the middle. He's got a man out of the backfield. He's got Jeremiah Johnson at the Argo 38 for the first down. Boy, calm, cool, collected. Toronto Argonauts need to get a pass rush. This is where your pass rush can dictate the game. If you can just separate from your guard, from your tackle, from your center, get to the quarterback, get him on the ground. It breaks all the momentum. Lule had time to set his feet, throw the ball with accuracy. Toronto Argonauts won't anything now. That defensive line has to support the secondary of the defensive football team. Lions, a field goal isn't enough to at least get back into a tie. Argos leading by four here with nine and a half minutes remaining. They're going to go play action on the in route. Jumped perfectly by Cassius Vaughn. Almost had the pick. Boy, close, oh so close. I mean, perfectly read, a play-action pass, the fake into the interior of the line of scrimmage that brought the linebackers towards the line of scrimmage. Cassius Vaughn read the route, stepped in front of it, if not for the offensive player, taking the ball away from the defensive player, interception Argonauts. The energy of the Argonaut defense is really good right now. They're all dancing, listening to the music. They're into it. They're into the crowd. Second and ten. Four receivers to the near side with the ball on the right half mark. Lulay has Johnson standing to his right. Drops back. Four-man rush. Goes over the middle, and it is picked. No. Look for a second like Cassius Vaughn again was going to make the play. Ball got knocked up in the air. I thought it was going to be picked off. Chris, it falls to the carpet, and we're going to see a long field goal attempt by Tylon. We were talking to Julio Caravada, the color voice of the BC Lions earlier, Toronto native, former quarterback in this league as a Canadian. Um, and I said... Cassius Vaughn's the most underrated player in this league. Without, in my, I don't think it's close from the guys that I see on a regular basis and I watch all the games. Cassius Vaughn just doesn't get enough play. He's fantastic. Here's Ty Long from 46. Ball on the right. Hash mark. Snap and hold are good. Kick has the length. Is it fading? No. It's going to hold on. And three more for the Lions. It's a one-point lead for the Argos after a 46-yard field goal. We'll take the timeout. Argos have eight and a half minutes to kill. They've got a one-point lead. Can they add to that lead? You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Argos by one after the field goal by long. It's 24-21. So the Argos will take the ball at the 35-yard line. I guess, Chris, maybe maybe this is Wally's reasoning as well with, with their returners. you got all that speed with the Argos. Maybe you're just worried about that penalty 
on the return because we see all kinds of illegal blocks on returns that you don't want to go back with a penalty. You go, okay, we'll take it at the 35 and take our chances because the odds of breaking one for a touchdown are not great. But you've got all that speed on these two teams with returners. I'll have to investigate that because I understand the whole attitude about taking the football and letting your quarterback dictate the play. But with the with the width of the field, those returns are so significant. And at any moment, an average return can turn into a great return. But first and ten on the 35. So we'll see what uh, MBT can dial up here. I'm Claude Bethel Thompson. 16 of 25 so far this afternoon. And they're going to go to Wilder up the middle, let the O-line do more work. Pounds his way for five yards that he shouldn't have got. He was hit immediately, and that was just an effort play by James Wilder Jr. It really was, because you could almost sense the BC Lions read that play before it even happened. But still, I like it. I like the physical style that Toronto continues to display throughout the second half and really throughout this entire game. 16 carries, 89 yards for the Florida State veteran ACC championship game MVP one year with Seminoles and Bethel Thompson on the curl does he have a man yes is that picked off I think the Lions have the interception and they do and it's going to be TJ Lee down the sidelines and that's going to be automatically reviewed the Argos are saying it hit the ground the Lions are going to go out there it's an it's a turnover on the field no they're going to say it's incomplete on the field and Wally doesn't have a challenge, have challenge left. No, he doesn't. He, he was right there. They're they're marking it at the thirty. They're mark. They're saying this is BC ball. The ruling on the field is an interception wow. by BC. First down. Well, they're good. BC's trying to run a hurry up. It doesn't matter. Now we get chirping on the bench as Winston Rose. Oh my gosh! Challenge that. It's automatically challenged. Yes. They don't have to. Was it a catch? I don't think it was a catch. Okay. Not from the angle that I saw it. Well, the uh, Argo fans just saw it. You don't have a challenge flag on you by any chance, do you, Mike? Chris, you don't have to throw it. It's it's automatic. It's a turnover. I throw it so anyway just to make sure. It's automatically reviewed. So I still haven't gotten a good look at it. You're, uh, you're not going to get a good angle from that side, I don't think, as they show it on the giant screen here. Well, this is game-changing here, this call. Oh, it is, absolutely. It'll be third down and five from their 40 for the Argos, or it'll be first I'll down. I'll tell you one thing, the BC Lion bench is not going crazy here, so uh, if that was an After review, nothing happened. <laughs> ben Major started the call and then turned <laughs> yeah, around. He may, you know what he's probably doing? Here's what I think's happened. I think he said that it's going to be Argo football, and they're just checking where the ball should be spotted. I think you're right. I think they just called down that after review, and that's what the that's what Ben had to figure out where the ball is going to be placed. After that's review, all, that's got. the ruling on the field is overturned. There you go. It's an incomplete pass. Big crack. It's third down. That is. Yeah. So the Argos will be able to get some yardage out of this instead of having it first down BC at the Toronto 34. BC will take over. We just don't know where. But the odds of them on this return of getting to the 34-yard line are not great. That said, it's Chris Rainey. Seven minutes and 37 seconds left in the game. Tons of time. Not a great spot to run a fake, and they don't. And here's some pressure. They get it away. Medeiros, high, high kick to the numbers at the 24. And Rainey's going to go to the middle of the field, run into his own uh, blocker, and get tackled at the 24-yard line. Check that, the 28 or 29-yard line. That was an outstanding coverage job by the Toronto Argonauts. And it was Robert Woodson, among others, down there atoning for the penalty earlier. We'll take the timeout. Long field for the Lions. 
They need a field goal to take the lead. 7.22 remaining in the fourth quarter. 24-23 Argos. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. The Argos on TSN 1050 brought to you by Nissan Downtown, part of the Downtown Automotive Group. You are what drives us. Argonauts with a one-point lead. 7.22 left, and the crowd now 18,104 strong. Very nice. There are more people in the upper deck in front of us, which we see, than there were for the Eastern Final last year. And they're having a good time. The uh, There are some people who have gone home, for whatever reason, or just gone to look around the X, so there are some empty seats around here. But these seats are all sold. There were no tickets available in the end zone. Uh, I don't think there were any on uh, the near side at all, upper or, or lower deck for sure. Uh, there were some in a couple of spots in the upper deck, but it's pretty damn full here today, which is nice. These guys deserve it. They are playing a pretty good football game today, Lions and Argos. You know, Mike, they're playing a pretty good football team. That's why this is such an apex game, because after this game, they get to play Montreal, who's truly struggling, then they got back-to-back with Hamilton. So this is one of those season-changing games. See what the Argos can dial up against Travis Lule and the BC Lions. We'll put it in play. At the 28-yard line, Lions wearing white tops, orange helmets, orange pants. And they're going to go to the ground game. Jeremiah Johnson from Oregon has a big gain. Uh, he'll get about 11 or 12 out to his own 40-yard line. Well, credit the offensive line. Credit Jeremiah Johnson. Good physical run. Good good play by Jeremiah Johnson to avoid the first tackler. Bend it back to the open area right in between the hash marks, middle of the football field. Significant gain. Right at the 40 in the middle of the field. Argos all in blue. Their backs to the Gardner. Whatever wind was earlier has died down almost completely. The telltales are absolutely limp. The championship banners at the south end of the stadium just fluttering. First down at the 40. Lule with a flag down. Has a man. It's a gain of about seven as uh, Arsenal makes the catch in front of Tremaine Washington. And this is going to be offside against one of the inside receivers on BC, I am sure. Here's Ben Major. Offside, BC number 88. Jack Johnson, a little early, the former London beef eater, the junior. Playing for the Lions, a little early off the line of scrimmage. It'll be first Okay, correction, 15. it's procedure, BC 88. It's okay. a five-yard penalty. Either way. We'll repeat first down. Precision, precision call. Either way, offside or procedure, whatever. Little self-destruction by the BC Lions goes a long way for the Argonaut defense. They have Lang. They have Ken Bishop in now at tackle as Dylan Wynn gets a breather. Beltray and Davis are the ends on the front four. Three receivers to the right, ball in the middle of the field. Play action. Lou Lake, quick hitter, incomplete. And another late flag. And is that going to be on Cleon Lang for a late hit? Or is that going to be a hole? It's going to be on Cleon Lang for a late hit, I believe. Major foul, roughing the passer. Toronto number 90. Cleon, it's a 15-yard penalty and we'll an automatic look first at this. down. That's a bad penalty on a first and 15. It would have been an incomplete pass. Would have been second down and 15. Chris, you tell me, is this a penalty or not? Describe what you see. Well, first of all, he got rid of the offensive tackle, but it's a blow to the head. Got the hand yeah, up it's, high. He got his hand up high, and it was right across the face mask, throat, of Travis Lule that has to be interpreted as roughing the pass. Yep. I don't think there's any intent. He was getting hit as he leaned forward, and the, but the hand hit him the bar, and they're going to call it every time. Lule wants to go long. It's a stop and go to Kevin Elliott, and it's incomplete. 
Marcus Roberson Jr. had him blanketed in his first CFL game. You know, considering this is the first CFL game for Marcus Roberson, he's really acquitted himself quite well. You can tell even from this distance, this is a tall, long cornerback that even though he's tall and long, he runs like a smaller player. I think they may have found a gem in the secondary here, Jim Pop and Marcus Roberson. He was undrafted. He left after his junior season at the University of Florida with the Gators. Went right to the St. Louis Rams. He joined the Argos a couple of weeks. Uh, it's been a month ago now. Ball to the 50-yard line. Back to pass to Travis Lule. Four-man rush. Goes over the middle. He's got Johnson out of the backfield. Stutter step. And the ball's on the ground. And I think BC got it back. Oh, boy. That was a major break. That could have been Argo football as the ball came out. It's going to be two yards shy of the first down. They're not in field goal range yet. And, oh, boy, is this going to be a big call for Wally Buono. It's almost a full two yards to get. Mike, it was a check down pass, and the running back turned and ran upfield. The Argonauts oh. converged on the play. The ball did come out, recovered by BC Lion offensive lineman David Foku. Oh, boy, that was. Quick there transition. four yep. Argos looking at it. They just couldn't get there in time. Ty Long's going to come out. Watch out for the fake. short snap. Nope, he's going to kick it to the far sideline. And Martise Jackson's going to come up and take it to the 10. He's going to try and get outside and does. To the 15, to the 20, he's got a wall. To the 25, to the 30. Here goes the Martise talking to the 40. To the 45, and he's knocked out of bounds at that point. Huge return by Martise Jackson. And the Argos have great field position at the 45-yard line, leading by one with four and a half left. Mike, just to go back to plays, aren't you surprised that Wally Buono didn't go for that? Yes, I mean, it absolutely. was a yard and a half. That was not a significant difference. Great return by Martise Jackson. First down for the Toronto Argonauts on their 45. Part of me thinks that he wanted to he, he try hustled, and kick the yeah. single point. Well, he hustled the he hustled his uh, yeah. punt return, his punt team out there exceptionally fast. So we'll see what the Argos can do here. This would you think it's James Wilder Jr. time with 4:14 remaining here in the game. Wilder with 89 yards, but Bethel Thompson's going to throw and he's going to go down back inside the 40 as getting some penetration was Claudel Lewis who was hurt earlier in this game back on the field from Fresno State and they're going to mark it at the 40 a loss of five. Uh -oh. Not bad though not bad I mean if you're going to take a sack he had he had time to get rid of the football he waited he waited he waited no separation in terms of his receivers from the defensive backs so he took the sack but it's only a five yard sack it's not like he rolled backwards in a 15 yard play it's a makeable distance and it's a distance that can also continue to put bc in their end of the field like the pass for club bethel thompson and he is going to get hit and he's taken down again back at the 16 or the uh, 36 yard line and oh there it is Sean Lemon finally made a play. We had not called his name all afternoon, but the Lemonator makes the play and runs immediately to the Argo bench. Well, good for him for making the play with 3.13 left in the fourth quarter. Big play. And now you got to worry about Rainey again as Medeiros, with three minutes remaining, is going to kick this. We'll hit the three-minute warning after this play. Clock moving. They're going to take some time off the clock, which is interesting. Here's the kick. It's a wobbler. And is Rainey going to take it on the fly? No, it's going to bounce. It hits him. It rolls behind him to the 25-yard line. Rainey picks it up. He's hit by Lowell, but can't be brought down. He's still at the 30-yard line. and gets popped. Comes out of the pile. Almost broke it. 
but it was Woodson again with another special teams tackle to make the play at the 31-yard line. We'll take the timeout. We've hit the three-minute warning. 241 remain. Argos 24, Lions 23. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Crunch time. Argos 24, BC 23. Two minutes and 41 seconds left. The Lions will put it in play from their own 32-yard line. How aggressive do you get defensively, Chris? Well, that's the question. Now, it's also based on the faith in your pass rush in a four-man pass rush mode or whether you feel your linebackers, if they're isolated one-on-one on on a running back, can take that running back and defeat him quickly. This is a moment of truth because you have two minutes and 41 seconds. The Toronto Argonauts are ahead by one point. The BC Lions have the football on their 32-yard line. Realistically, what would you estimate, Mike? 30 yards and they got a field goal opportunity? I watched Ty Long in the warm-up. I think he's comfortable from 55 in a game-winning situation. As, as far as distance goes. Well, what you need is, and the one thing that's always a little bit absent in all the games that we've watched is a great individual pass rushing performance from one player. See if somebody can pull up a sack here. Oh, Dr. Turnover, if you're in the house, make a house call. Ball at the 32-yard line. Ball on the right hash mark. Three receivers to the boundary, three up top. Travis Lule is going to quick hit. It's tipped. Ooh, incomplete. Ball tipped at the line of scrimmage. I think Troy Davis got a hand on it. Maybe Marcus Ball. No, it was Troy Davis, I think. It will go incomplete at second and ten. Big play for the Argo D here. Really big play because that first down, if it had been completed, that would have been nine yards. Now this becomes a second down pressure play. So what do you do as a defense coordinator, Mike Archer? Do you go after the quarterback? Do you lay back, come up, make the tackle? But then if it's anything more than nine yards or less than nine yards, you know they're going to go for it. It is loud in here. Second and ten from the 32. Ball on the right hash mark. Four receivers to the left. Blue Lake goes to the right. Ball is tipped again. And there's got that. Marcus Ball has it. But he dropped it. And the Lions have it back. That's going to be a first down BC at their own 21-yard line. Oh, my gosh. Marcus Ball had it. He was going to the end zone. He is in disbelief on the sidelines. That is a change of possession to Toronto. Marcus Ball ran 20 yards. That's a change of possession. On the field it's BC is Ball. an interception by Toronto, followed by a fumble. The fumble was recovered by BC. Therefore, it's first, first down, down for BC. A new set of downs at the 22-yard line. There was uh, a turnover we were looking for, Chris. Not just a turnover, that was a touchdown. I mean, God bless Marcus Ball. He had no intention of losing the football, but just protected. He could have literally just oh. sat on the football field and it, you were in field goal position. Someone's got the voodoo doll on that young man because he's had two or three plays that, based on effort, could have been great plays. And you know he's one of the veteran, solid players for the Toronto Argonauts. He's right now trying to take the crowd on to cheer and to great, create some energy for him. But... That was a game-changing, game-winning play in his first down BC Lions. He didn't get hit. The ball just came out. Ron Flemons against the BC Lions at Empire Field about five years ago, running into the end zone, nobody near him, and he dropped the football. Memories against the same team. Lule comes to the near side. Long pass to Kevin Elliott. He'll get knocked out of bounds at the 30-yard line for a gain of eight. They put it in play from the 22. 2-11 left. Plenty of time. That's un- I am just I am astonished at what just happened. That's the Argo bounce from the 70s. That, that's the Argo bounce from the 70s in a negative way. Yep. Because the Argo bounce used to be a negative thing yep. for a long time. Okay, second and two. Second and two from the 30 ball on the left hash mark. 
Lule is in there. He's got Rainey now in the backfield with him. He steps back. He's called an audible. He's going to bring Arsenal in, hand the ball to Rainey, who is going to get hit at the 35-yard line. He'll get the first down. A gain of five, and there are 205. Two minutes and five seconds left. And it's a first down at their own 35. They probably need 10, 20, 35 yards for a decent. I'll call it 30 for a decent field goal attempt. We are exactly where we were about three minutes yeah. ago. With less time on the clock. Less time on the clock. Ball on the left hash mark. Four receivers to the right. Lule has Rainey in the backfield to his right as well. Here comes some pressure from deep. Lule picks it up, has a man at the 40-yard line. It is caught and taken out to the 43-yard line. And that was Burnham or Elliott? That was Elliot. Burnham who made, Elliot Elliot, who made the yep. catch once again. Good throw by Travis Lule, slowly but surely. Every now, every increment down, seven yards, nine yards, seven yards. They're just trying to position themselves in for a field goal opportunity. Even if Marcus held on to the football, it would have been in field goal range, for which many, would have made a four-point lead. Oh, boy, second and two for their own 43-yard line. They're going to go to the ground. They're going to go to Rainey, who's going to get hit in the backfield and may have the first down. Nonetheless, he was hit right at the line of scrimmage, and they're going to mark the ball at the 45 and a first down right across the 45 with a minute 18 left. And for a 55-yard field goal attempt, which would be low, let's go for a 50-yarder. To make it a 50-yard attempt, they got to get to the 30, to the 43. So they got 12, 17, 22 yards to get. Mike, DC's starting to pick up the pace. Three receivers to the right. Lule's going to come to the near side. He's got Kevin Elliott again, who was tackled immediately by Tremaine Washington at the 50. It's good for four yards with a minute three remaining, second and six. Good tackle by Tremaine Washington. The, the pass was good. The completion was good. The tackle was good. A little bit more off the clock, one minute and two seconds. Oh, this is a ball game, folks. Ball of the 50-yard line. Six yards to get on second down. Four receivers to the right. Ball on the left hash mark. Argos in a 40 front showing zone. Back to pass is Lule. He's going to come to the near side. He's got a man. He's got Arsenal on the curl. Ball comes oh. up. Argos have it. No, they don't. And guess who gets the recovery? Marcus Ball. Marcus Ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's some karma. Yep. The ball came out. The Argos had it. Dropped it again. Marcus Ball just punted it into the stands. I think that's Mark Washington out there, defensive coordinator, who sprinted out onto the field. And it's Argo football. Finally, the motion comes up with 38 seconds left. That was incredible. That really was. The ball came out. I didn't see who the first Argo was to get a shot of the football, but it came out Roberson, again. Roberson it was, was Roberson. One, yeah. Thank you. And then Marcus Paul <laughs> remarkably gets it. Oh, they're shotgun. They're going to go into the pistol formation for receivers. They're going to give the ball to Wilder. He's going to go up the middle. Two hands on the football. Spins off. Keeps the clock going. Gets to the line of scrimmage with 33 seconds remaining. And the Lions are going to call the timeout. They have one remaining. And they'll use Time it here. Out. BC. Boy, oh they don't boy. really lose anything, Chris, in terms of timeouts by, call it, by, by using that challenge. Because in the last three minutes, you can only take one timeout anyway. So they only have the one, and they were able to use it here. Still 33 seconds, so this game is not over. Could be nine possessions the way this game has gone. This has been a weird football game, but the Argos are up 24-23 with 33 seconds left. They can run a play. 
take five seconds off the clock. They get down to 28 and then take 19 seconds off the clock and call a timeout. Yep. Nine seconds left and punt the ball out of bounds and then make BC make some sort of ridiculous play. Unless they can get 10 yards here. They're going to give the ball to Wilder. He's going to go behind Bomb to the right side, get across midfield to the 53 of BC with 27 seconds left. They can run the play, play clock down now to eight seconds and call a timeout. That's just about it because that'll get the BC Lions one play. Yep. One opportunity. Boy, oh boy, talk about things balancing out for Marcus Ball. 18,000 people here today. They got their money's worth. No question about that. This, I still, I'm still flabbergasted. I've been calling games a long time. I can't remember a guy recovering two turnovers in the last minute. Okay, the key and here, change. Mike. The key here is don't let it get blocked and cover, cover, cover. May as well take the time. May as well take the time count violation here. Six seconds on the tw- on the and, twenty second yep. block. They snap it with two left, and they punt it, and it's high. Yep. And Rainey's going to have to return it for a touchdown. He's got it at the 20, to the 25, and he's taken out of the 27-yard line. Awesome job by Levi Noel, and that's going to be the final play of the ball game. A spectacularly entertaining game is won by the Toronto Argonauts. Make the final 24-23 Toronto. Wow. That was something else. That was a tough, well-played, hard game. The Toronto Argonauts did a really good job of staying physical within the game. When the play ended, there was one second left. One second, it's first down for BC. Why not? Why not? Well, here's the problem, Mike. If you let's say you throw the hail mary, and you know what the hail mary is about, it's also about pass interference. You know what you do? You find out who a guy can kick the ball is as one of your receivers. Right. You throw something underneath to him. To about the 45-yard line and, the and let him punt it. Onside. And let him punt it. Right. And see what the hell happens. Because you're not going to complete, in all likelihood, a 75, an 88-yard, sorry, hang on, i got to do math again. That's 65, 75, 80, 83-yard pass. Unless, no, of course, you're watching the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints in a playoff game. Right. Like, here, here's my fear. You throw the Hail Mary. You can't end on a defensive penalty. You just hope for penalty. Yes. A timeout has been called by Toronto. I smart, think smart. I think anything shy of a chalk outline on the field, you're not going to see a pass interference call. Like it's just they're not going. There's no way they, the, the, unless it was absolutely blatant. Are the officials going to end here, it with a pass interference Here's the thing about these call. these situations. Like I understand the imaginative side of throwing a short pass, having onside people punting it down, recovering yep. the ball. But if you flood an area with your receivers, yep. of course the defenders are all going to go out there. And Mike, honest to God, it becomes 50-50. Sure. Like, it really does. No, it doesn't because you're only going to have four guys on the line of scrimmage. The Argos, everybody else is going to be at midfield, and they're going to fo- they're going to follow the quarterback's eyes, right? Agreed. So you're going to have maybe four receivers. I'm just saying, I'm just saying yeah, still no, I, is a dangerous. Yeah. I agree. Argos have four on the line of scrimmage, yeah. two at the second level, two at the third level, and four deep in their own zone with one second left. Argos rush five. This puggle comes late. They're going to dump it over to Arsenault, who's going to run up the middle of the field and be not tackled. He wants to kick the football and does. He's pulled down as the ball comes out. The ball is loose. The Argos recover the fumble, and Toronto Argonauts have won the football game. Okay, it's officially over. And we have an official who got just drilled on that play. And luckily, that's Richie Miller. He gets up. And there is the cannon shot that ends this football game. 
24-23. One of the more bizarre finishes that we have seen in a long time here in Toronto. And the Argonauts are going to take the win. They uh, win again here at BMO Field. And their record improves to 3-5. and five, And they are right back in it in terms of trying to catch Ottawa. And they have tied the Hamilton Ticats for second in the CFL East. Right back in it. They play the Montreal Alouettes, who are probably the most disorganized team in the entire league right now. They don't even know if they're going to have their quarterback. They play later on tonight against the Edmonton Eskimos. So things are much, if they had lost this game, things would have had a cloud of gray. The fact they won this game, everything is a little bit more optimistic about getting back to 500. Before you can make the playoffs, you've got to get back to 500. That opportunity to get back to 500 is realistic. And now 18,000 people go to play whack-a-mole. We'll take the time out. We'll come back. Mark Pressman, among other things, with the post-game news conference. Uh, we'll come back and try and dissect what the hell we just saw here. What we did see, a 24-23 Argonaut victory. You're listening to Toronto Argonaut Football on TSN 1050. 